Hello everyone, uh, this is the first episode here of Drink, Play, Score. Uh, we're going to be talking about mostly everything that's going on, popular um, for what's going on, sports talk, uh, video games, and popular drinks that we're having currently, or things we're having that we're really invested in the week. Uh, I'm going to be a co-host, as long here with co-host... Uh, I'm Richard, uh, be a co-host. We have another one to, uh, who can't be here today, unfortunately, he has uh, some family things coming on, but his name's Carlos Rodriguez. Uh, he'll be jumping on next week. This will be a weekly podcast for us. Uh, so, a little bit about us. Um, I'm a big, diehard New Orleans Saints fan. Uh, growing up, my dad became a Saints fan uh, because of his his great his grandmother. Um, she used to love betting on horses, so he became a Saints fan because she said you always want to bet on the horse that you least expect to win. Back in his day when he was younger, the Saints were known as the Aints, which clearly, so as him playing football, he became a Saints fan because of that. So while I was growing up, my dad kind of instilled that into me, me being a huge Saints fan because of him. Uh, I live in New England, so that kind of rolls into where Richard becomes, he's a diehard uh, Patriots fan. So you know that we have a little bit of a rivalry here. Uh, not that the Saints and the Patriots are rivalry, but you always want to kind of go against the team that's number one winning with the Patriots have over this last two decades. Um, you always want to beat your friends at whatever you do, whether that's video games, whether that's sports, or just kind of anything competition-wise. So we always have hot debates over who's the better team, who has the better quarterback, which... At this point in time, you can't really debate that any quarterback yeah, is better than Tom Brady. Well, uh, Drew Brees is close, but uh, yeah, like Drew said, I mean, we talk sports all the time. We figured we might as well just, you know, record ourselves. And, you know, if there's people who want to hear about what we talk about sports, and maybe you guys are interested too. Uh, like Drew said, I'm a diehard Patriots fan. Uh, grew up, my grandfather, diehard Patriots fan. He uh, played football for a long time. Um, I know when I ever since I can remember the Patriots were great. I mean, all the way back to them winning their first Super Bowls. I was four years old when we won our first. So, I mean, I have only known greatness for this Patriots organization. So, uh, this season's been a little bit troubling for me to watch Tom Brady and and uh, you know the team the way they are. But we'll, we'll get into that later into the show. Um, the show's really going to be pretty heavily NFL-based as, you know, it's Wild Card Weekend coming up. Got a lot of big games this weekend. Um, probably just going to jump right in here to uh, who we think is going to be the winners of Wild Card Weekend. You, you cool with that, Drew? Yep, let's do it. All right, uh, so first game tomorrow we got Houston versus the Bills. Um, I think this game's going to be an absolute wash. I mean, I do not see foresee the Bills competing with Houston, this Houston team, when they're firing all cylinders, and Hopkins is out there having the season that he did last year, and Deshaun really... Took strides this year, for sure. He absolutely did. I think he's a little underrated this year, and if it weren't for the season that Lamar was having, I think a lot of people would be talking about the year Deshaun's had. He's had a quiet, really, really good year. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you for the most part. Uh, I don't... I don't think Buffalo has enough offensively to take down Houston. Uh, their defense has been actually pretty steady this year. And, I mean, Deshaun, he just, he does take a lot of sacks. 
But Josh Allen, I don't think, can make as many throws that they need to make in a playoff game to take down Houston. Um, I have Houston winning this one 27-20. I mean, it's only a one-score game, but just defensively and in Houston, I think that it is going to be a little close. But I, I do think that Houston kind of handles this one. Uh, I've I've got Houston at 28-14 easily. I, Buffalo's just been in way too many close games this year. All year they've been just eking out really close games. I mean, you go all the way back to week one against the Jets. They one-point win there. I mean, skating by the Dolphins there, 10 points. Um, they got absolutely stomped by the Eagles. I Close game. They lost to the Browns. I... They did beat Dallas, yeah. Lost to the Ravens. And a lot of really close games this year. I just... Not that the I really think that Houston's very well coached. Especially in the playoffs. They've proven that, I, I think, over the years. That I don't really think we need to hit on that too much. But I I just don't think Buffalo's there yet. Josh Allen misses too many throws in big games. He does. Uh, the later game of the day, Patriots-Titans. Uh, I feel like we're going to be a little bit indifferent on this one. Um, I know Tennessee was an opponent the Saints just faced, uh, but without Derrick Henry, they're a different team. Uh, they were also missing Adoree Jackson in that game, which is a big big guy in corner-wise to cover up on Michael Thomas. Uh, the Saints handled them pretty steadily after Tennessee jumped up to a 14-0 lead, but I know the Patriots haven't played great. I know Tom Brady hasn't played Tom Brady football, uh, but I still do believe in that defense. And I still do believe in the best coach in in football. Um, I believe that the Patriots are going to win this one 28-17. I think Derrick Henry will have a pretty solid game, but I do think that Tannehill slows down a little bit to what he has over the year. Uh, he's had a great back half of the season after coming in for Mariota, but I, I don't I mean, see he's been, him... He's been atta- incredible. Come, I don't come, see come him down. attacking Gilmore. I can't see him... I mean, attacking high tower. You come up what Fitzpatrick did against the Patriots last week in my with Miami. I mean, they attacked Gilmore all game. They would just went at him, and you know we all we know how that ended up. Um, I agree with you. You know, having faith in this defense, it's been almost historic how well this defense has played, especially the first half of the year. They were pretty much untouchable. Um, I, everyone knows that this year that this defense can be run on, and I think. That, like Drew alluded to earlier with the Saints not having to face Derrick Henry, um, he's the, he's, he's the won the rushing title this year. I mean, the man is an absolute beast, and he really, his running style is what the Patriots have had the hardest stopping this year, and just an absolute power back. He's going to hit the holes real hard right up the middle. He's not going to burn you with his speed off the line. He's just going to come in and hit you, find that hole, and then he's gone. It's true. I mean, even in that Cleveland game, even though you guys handled Cleveland pretty subtly, Chubb had a great game. Chubb went over 100, right? Twice. Yeah, twice. Like, he just, he had a bad day holding onto the football. But the Patriots can be run on. Absolutely. But uh, I, I agree that you, the Patriots are going to be better coached. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Bill Belichick's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, to ever do it. And Vrabel's been really good since coming in to uh, Tennessee. And what he's done with Tannehill to resurrect his career is impressive. Um,. I just don't see how the Patriots are going to be able to keep up with uh, Tennessee. Since since Tannehill took over at the starting quarterback position, Tennessee is the third scoring offense in football. Uh, Tannehill is the best quarterback in football play action since he came in. 
he has been obviously. So are you picking against the Patriots? I, I am, and it's not that you score. It's not that I'm. A lot of people are going to say, you know, you're fair with the fans. I'm I'm a realist with the Patriots. I absolutely diehard Patriots fan, but I, I'm real and that. Looking at this year is, you know, a lot of people can say Brady's been bad. Brady hasn't been great. He's not. He hasn't been great. He's missed some open throws. You could argue his wide receivers aren't getting open. There's a whole lot of things. Offensive line not playing well. I and that's what I'm taking into consideration with this game. Give me a score. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go 21-24 Tennessee. Okay. Think it's come down be, to the wire. Yeah, I. Th- I th- or did the Patriots collapse on a, a final drive? What do you got? I uh, I think the Patriots are gonna. Uh, it's tough. I don't think we're gonna. It's so hard to say that Tom Brady's not gonna come down the field and have a game winning drive. Right. You can't. Right. You can't say that. It's it's. Right. Ne- he always does it, but. I think I I think it's uh, Tennessee needing the ball down in the game. All right. Now we're on to Sunday's games. Uh, first game on the slate, 1 o'clock. We got the Saints and the Vikings. The, the Saints hosting Minnesota. The most uninteresting game of the weekend. You know, there's been a lot of speculation this week that the Saints are just going to absolutely blow out Minnesota. It's not even going to be close. I've watched too many Saints games where I'm going to tell you that the Saints are going to have a, an easy stretch here against Minnesota. Minnesota has too many weapons. Dalvin Cook is coming back healthy. Um, look at Thielen is back. Diggs is there. Primetime games. And yes, yes, Cousins doesn't always step up and perform. I I feel like what's his Monday Night Football record? I feel like that he can still win games in this league. I mean, they were absolutely. He brought that. He brought that Redskins team to the playoffs a few years ago. And he can win games. He can't win big games. No one says Kirk Cousins can't win games. But this Saints team without Davenport in the, on the end and Rankin to the middle, maybe that opens up a little bit of Dalvin Cook and a little bit of play action for Minnesota. Absolutely, that's, that's going to be their whole game. And Saints' offense has been incredible these last six weeks. They're averaging about 37 per game, which is, uh, I mean, in most scenarios, going to get you a win in almost every week. Unless you're playing San Fran. Unless you're playing San Fran and... You score a 46 and lose. But I do think that Minnesota has a bigger chance in this game than most people are giving them credit for. Um, Saints offensive line is back healthy. But uh, Eli Apple losing him obviously isn't a big thing since they have Jackrabbit now. But we got to see where this team is headed right now. Not getting that first round by, it seemed like they all were a little bit a little bit worried that they weren't getting that by. I mean, yeah, you lose, you lose three games all year and have to play on wild card weekend. That sucks. There's no doubt about it. You, no one wants to play as hard as they did and come through what they came through losing Drew Brees for what, five, six weeks there? Five weeks. Five weeks and losing one game, right? Uh, no, five and oh. Five and oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. They came back and, you know, lost to what by there, but. Um, you know, you, you go, you go, overcome that. You go on the field while Drew Brees, your Hall of Fame quarterback, is out. Three games all year. You beat some good teams: Seattle, Dallas, Chicago. I mean, your division's always tough. Um, and then you, you get three losses, and you have to play a wild card weekend. I don't, 
I don't think them having to play this weekend is actually going to demoralize them. If anything, I actually think it... It can keep them hot. I think it can. They are so fire right now. Like what you said, how were they when they came out of their, their bye week? They Yeah, they were. When they came out of their bye week that, against Atlanta, they, they laid an egg. I mean, they lost to, currently the Saints were 7-1, and one, and they lost to a 1-7 Atlanta team. I mean, it, if you just put that on their resume that they won that game, the Saints have a first-round bye and home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So maybe them rolling through here, playing in wildcard weekend at 13-3 against a good Vikings team can bear well for them. Um, but I am going to pick them. I am a little bit of a homer here, but I do think that they are the better team. And I do think the Saints can be the best team in the NFC playing it the right way. I think if the Saints offense plays like they have been and your run defense stays the way it has been, it's hard to see them not going to the Super Bowl. Their offense is unstoppable. Especially AK, when Kamara's been the way he has been the past few weeks, it's just, it's hard to stop. Like, you want to stop the run? Sure, we're going to. We're going to toss it to Michael Thomas. Our, the best, yeah, the best receiver in football. Yep, and, uh, and you know, Jared Cook's come on very, very, very strong. strong. Um, he's a big tight end who's going to go up and get him. And Drew Brees and him seem to have a connection, a now. very, very strong connection. So I picked the Saints here, 30-27. to 27. Um, I think the crowd can play a factor here for Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Um, but I do think it's going to be a much closer game than everybody thinks it's going to be. What do you got for a score for this one here? Um, I'm going to go, I want to say 30-14 to 14 Saints. Wow. I'm going to say 30-14. I really don't see this being a close game. I've watched, I haven't watched too many Minnesota games this year, but what I have watched when they've been on prime time, they just, they're, they're not a great team, in my opinion. They've had a pretty easy schedule this year. Um, they've really, really, really struggled against that Green Bay team who, you know, doesn't even look great. Right who now. Does, I mean, almost lost to a Detroit team. I, I would, <laughs> I would say that Seattle, New Orleans, San Fran. That's probably it. That means all, all significantly better than them. I mean, different, different level of of skill this year between them. I just. And then now we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the later game here for the night. Uh, we got Seahawks and Philly. Um, I, I think that this is a pretty clear-cut game. Uh, I mean, the Eagles are absolutely decimated at almost every single position. Uh, they're playing wide receivers that were in the CFL. Like, they're playing wide receivers that you and me could walk on. This yeah, I mean, I mean, you can They're talk. playing corners that are hurt every single week. Their tackles are hurt. Their guards are hurt. Uh, everyone's hurt. They're, they're decimated and. You know, if this was a healthy roster, this Eagle, I, you, this should be a really, really great game to watch. But that's um, Carson. I mean, you're Wentz. talking, you're talking about a Eagles team here who, I mean, for the past few weeks, Boston Scott has been there. Yeah, like Boston guy. Scott, the undrafted a guy, guy cut by the Saints. Yes, um, just Boston Scott's yeah. leading roster. I mean that. That's got to speak for itself. And Carson Wentz throwing for 4,000 yards and not having a 500-yard wide receiver for the whole year. The Incredible. first time in NFL history that, that that happened. Incredible. And, you know, a lot of people want to throw Carson Wentz under the bus saying he's not doing enough. I mean, he, he dragged this practice squad, essentially, yeah. to the playoffs. I mean, 
granted, he truly benefited from a bad division. horrible coaching in Dallas because yeah. we can talk all day long about that Dallas roster. Talking about having great talent on a team and not going anywhere with it. Yeah, I think I, we're definitely going to do a point. We'll talk about that. You know, biggest surprise, biggest shock teams this year. I mean, Dallas is definitely going to be. Just what happened this year is unacceptable, really. And it finally came out that Jerry Jones is getting the axe. I mean, um, not Jerry Jones. Garrett. Garrett's getting the axe from Jerry Jones. and Yeah, they just need to move on. But what do you got for what do you got for a score? For me, I got the Seahawks winning this one 31-20. Um, I know they're in Philly here, but I actually don't even think it's going to be a close game. I think that Philly ends up scoring late to bring that to 20. Um, I think the Seahawks win pretty handily, even though they're without pretty much all their running backs that they started the year with. Back with Marshawn Lynch, I don't think he has a great game. He didn't look good. But I do think that with these decimated corners, I do think that Metcalf and Lockett can exploit that. I mean, that's a great, that's a good tandem right there. Yeah. I, I, I like Metcalf. He's been good this year. So I, I do think that the Seahawks win this one pretty handily. What do you got for a score here? I think it's going to be a little bit closer than most people are thinking. Um, they're in Philly. It's hard to play in Philly. It's loud. Just going on the road is tough in general. Um, and and then losing, talk, a, losing a tough game, too, against San Fran, where they yeah. could have got that third the one, round, the, the three seed there and the kicked San Fran there, to five. Which would have been pretty big for them. I mean, that's the division rival there. But uh, the Seahawks team is not the same team it was even six weeks ago. I mean... They're decimating that running back. A lot of people are excited about the Marshawn Lynch signing. I, he's he's old. He's washed. He's high. He's he's <laughs> big. He he's a big old boy right now. Um, you know he's what two weeks ago he was at he was in Oakland handing out tequila shots in yeah, the parking lot like at their game yeah at their game and then now he's playing football like yeah. uh, it's just I don't foresee them getting much help from the running back position and. Without any production from the running back position, I think that's going to be really tough for Seattle to get some RPOs going. And well, I think Russell Wilson loves – that's where – that's his bread and butter, man. Like, But he can make can plays do. out of nothing. Oh, absolutely. He can, he can make plays out of – he's a special talent, too. I just I, – it's tough. I think the game's going to be closer than people are thinking. I think Wentz is going to have a really good game. I think Wentz is going to throw for probably I, – I think he's going to go close to 300. Um, what do you got for a score for me? I'm going to go 21-14 Seahawks. 21-14, wow. Uh, yeah, close game. Down to the wire. I think that I think the Eagles will have a uh, chance to, to tie it up late and that uh, secondary of Seattle will make a play. Okay. Um, we'll make a we'll, – we'll do a Super Bowl predictions here. Um, so what do you got for me? You know, what I want or what I think the NFL wants? <laughs> I know what the NFL wants. What do you think is going to happen? All right. I think I think the best team in the AFC is the Chiefs. There's That team is really good the way their defense is playing. Way better than expected. I don't love Baltimore. I, you know, we can talk about Lamar Jackson later, but I just I don't foresee him. He's not going to be the guy who's going to go out there and win you a game with his arm. So have to do it with his legs. Patrick Mahomes is the far better quarterback in that battle. Um, he, I, I got the – what do you got? He is the better quarterback, but they just ran for the most yards in NFL history in a season. Uh, I'm mean, not saying you, it's you easy to stop that run. Right, you don't do that just 
And their tight ends are playing wild, and their de- the Ravens team's good. That, I mean, they that's going to be squad. they got five guys that made the first team All Pro team. Well, let's do this. Let's give it NFC um, championship and AFC championship, and then we'll go into the okay. Yeah, let's do that. So I got, I definitely got Ravens, KC going yeah. in. And game's going to be in Baltimore. Yep. Um, I give the quarterback edge to to Kansas City barely, yeah, barely. Um. Coaching edge, it's so tough because both coaches have been successful coaches for a long time, but just they don't always get it done in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, Andy Reid, man, the guy just can't get over that hump. He can't. And Harbaugh's won a, at he, least yeah. won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he knows how to coach his guys up. I mean, look at last year. They put in Lamar Jackson at the end of the year and kept Flacco out, and they, and they rolled. I mean... They they obviously didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but look at them now. Like with a full year under Lamar Jackson, they're fourteen and two, best in their franchise record wise. Yeah, they. I mean, they rolled this year. I mean, they had a good year. They had a good year. So for me, I, I'm I I mean I have to agree with you. I I do think it's gonna be Baltimore and KC the final show there. I mean, if I I had to bet a hundred times, it's it's forty nine to fifty one. It's it's going to be an absolute shootout. It it's is. going to be a better... It's going to be a good game. It's going to be probably one of the best AFC Championships games there's been a while. Though, I mean, last year's Kansas City Patriots game was a fantastic absolute game. battle, too. Yeah. Um, I think this game will be a little more of an offensive battle, just more of a shootout. It's just so hard to slow down either of those quarterbacks. It's true. Almost impossible. Um, but I, I ultimately have Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, slightly more experienced quarterback... I do think he's a better passer of the ball. I think he has better football IQ as well. Um, I think he, he finds a way to get it done. He'll go to the Super Bowl. Um, NFC, I mean, the NFC is just unbelievable this year. It's it's unreal. I mean, you, there's five teams in that division who you could say... Or you could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, in that, in that conference who... It's not, the Eagles are the only ones you can really say. Yeah, and Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota I, I do. Shot, I, I don't think I don't think Philly has any chance at it, but I do think Minnesota could. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, for me, for the NFC, um, once again, a little bit of a homer here, but I do see San Fran and the Saints meeting again in that NFC Championship game. Um, I mean, that was said to probably be be the game of the year. This year for what they did, forty six to forty eight battle in New Orleans. That that two point conversion. Um, I mean, really, back. they played no defense at all. <laughs> Either Saints, side of the ball. Saints won for two point conversion early in the game, thinking they knowingly knew it was gonna be a shootout, but it came back to bite them because if they had gone for the one and they just kicked that PAT, they wouldn't have needed to gone for two at the end of the game. The game would have been forty eight. If you know, Seattle, mean, San Fran kicked the field goal at the end, it would have been forty eight forty eight. They could have had a shot of overtime. Absolutely, but I, he, Sean Payton was right, right on the money. He knew, he knew it was going to be a shootout. And, you know, did. he was hoping his defense would at least make a play, a play <laughs> or something. I mean, I I liked the call going for two. I mean, they they took that penalty there. They got the ball closer. Yep, it's tough. I, I mean, you guys have a great kicker, almost they do. a guaranteed point there. Yep. But uh, I think Sean Payton, one of the again, in my opinion, one of the greatest ever coach. Uh, he knew what. What playoff implications were on the line, even so early in the season? There, I mean, not not too not early, really, but it, it was pretty early in the playoff picture. Yeah, um, and he knew the implications of 
what that game could mean and ultimately did mean. Um, so I, I like the call. I like the call. I do too. too. So I, I do think that they meet again in the NFC like Championship game in San Francisco. Um, oh, ultimately, I don't know who wins that game. Both great, greatly coached teams. I think Shanahan, Shanahan is de- just, a, deserves, just like McVay was last year. He's I a think, mastermind of all I this. think Shanahan should be coach of the year. I yeah, he turned. Uh, we've talked about this. I know you you floated Tomlin around, and I, we can talk about that later too. But uh, running with a third string quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I, that game. I think I agree with you, though I don't think it's far fetched. I think the Saints are going to be there no matter what. Because the Saints' path, they're going to have Minnesota and then Green Bay. Yeah. I think they roll past both of them. Okay. I Now, the Saints are either going to have Seattle or Kansas. I mean, not Kansas City. Um, or San Fran. San Fran. Yep. Uh, I think ultimately you would obviously rather see Seattle because that game would be at home. Yes. <coughs> I think you would handle Seattle easily. At this point in the year, I do think that they would have a, a much easier game against Seattle. I, so I'm going to make my pick here. I am going to say that the Saints pull out whoever they play. Um, I, I am guessing San Fran there. So I'm going to say that they overtake San Fran. Yeah, I just don't um, love Jimmy G this year. I mean, he's he's had some flashes. He's had a few multi-touchdown games. He's just, without that run game, yeah, they're it, not. Yeah, I mean, if you can slow him down there. And I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Chiefs here as well. Um, I, I actually You're like Bal- Baltimore. I, I do like Baltimore a lot. I think they have, they're pretty sound on both sides of the ball. They run the ball. They keep the clock Great going. Special teams. Great and they, teams. they actually, are the number one offense in football this year. But yeah, they scored like seventy on Miami in week one. I, I don't think that. They can. I don't know. I. It's not hang with the Chiefs because they, they clearly. <laughs> Can put up points, but I I have this weird feeling this year that Mahomes hasn't looked great with the injury and everything. He's he's but he's far. he's due. He's, he's due. due to have a big game. Tyree Kill is due to have a big game. And Damian Williams has picked it up. Like last week, he had a great game to I think finish that's the, a game. To, I honestly think that's the only weak spot in this Chiefs offense. Is, yeah, Kelsey is an animal. How are you gonna guard him? Yeah, he's the second, third best tight end in football. I mean you. I, I think that they can push forward. I do. I think they can beat anybody in the league. And I, I think they will. I think that the Saints and the Chiefs meet in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. The, the Kansas City team is really good. I mean, I watched them play the Patriots. Um, game was, should have been a lot closer than it was. Some bad calls there. But uh, I just, I, I don't know. It's tough. Watching... They're so different watching both of these teams. Both of these teams, they're yeah. so different in yeah. both. I would say similar quarterbacks, but they're, I mean, yeah. But Mahomes doesn't want to run. He doesn't. Lamar wants to run. That's all he wants to do. He's a running back at heart. Yeah. Um, I wrote down here. Who do you got to win the Super Bowl though? Are you uh, not? I, I mean, don't. <laughs> Saints Chiefs. If it's Saints Chiefs. I don't know. I don't know. I think that both coaches here uh, know how to call a game, and I think both coaches here know how to eliminate things that the other one wants to run. Um, how do you slow down the Saints' offense? Though? I don't know, but last year you could say, how do they slow down the Chiefs? 
I'm, I'll, well, pick, I, I'll pick the I Saints mean, here can, in Miami to go for their 10-year anniversary here to win their second Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to pick them here. I think the game wouldn't be a shootout. I think it would be about 27-24, 24-21, something along those lines where both teams just battle and somebody has to make a play. And Drew Brees, with the most comebacks in NFL history in the last two minutes, makes a drive and, and, and gets his second Super Bowl and finally... Get some respect on his name. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a great segue into our, our next topic here. But uh, um, I I agree. I think it's Saints coming out of the NFC. Though I think really anyone who comes out of the NFC is going to take it. I think, I, correct him, Seattle, San Fran, or <laughs> the Saints take it out of the NFC. Um, Kansas City so good. I, just, I don't see how you s- slow down this Saints team and... That's why I think they're going to roll right through these playoffs. I think they're going to destroy Minnesota. I don't, go on to play Green Bay next weekend. I don't think that game's going to be even close. If they can slow down the run game of Green Bay next week, if you know, if we get All to this week, uh, that's an easy game, and then you know, a rematch hopefully of San Fran would be awesome. But uh, and then they go to the Super Bowl, and I, I do think it's close, like Drew says. I think it goes down to the wire. I think Drew Brees ties it up twenty-one twenty-one. Within the final two minutes, goes to overtime. Yeah, second, second, overtime, super, second really? Super Bowl in overtime. That's what I'm thinking. And then I think uh, Saints uh, knock through a field goal to win. Huh. A deep field goal, too, though. Wow. 55 yarder. <laughs> wow, Lutz really kicking one through. Lutz has been great. He has. Uh, so here I have a keys, to a, one of, keys to a win for each team this weekend. Oh, uh, that's a good topic. So, once again, we'll start with this Houston and Buffalo. For me, for for Houston, it's number one is protecting Deshaun Watson. If this guy can stay upright, uh, he's going to beat you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he, he's going to make plays. He's going to extend plays, and he's going to find D-Hop. He's going to find his tight end, Fells, this year, who's had a great game. If Will Fuller ends up going, who's probably won't because he never oh, yeah, sees the field. Um, he'll find he'll find Fuller for a deep one, and, and that's just gonna wear you down. And he's gonna beat you. For the Bills, if you want to beat Houston, I, I think that you got to get your run game going and not rely so much on Absolutely. Kyle uh, on Allen. Josh Allen. I mean, there's been a again in that Patriots game. Like I said to you before, if he hit that throw on the end zone, yep. it, it's a tie game. He had him. He I mean, had him. He just overthrew him. He like can't. Hit those big. Things. We've talked before. We like Josh Allen. I do. I do think, I think he needs to hone in a little bit more his precision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he needs to stop running the football so much. But it works for him. It works for now. Right. It's not long term success in the NFL. Um, I agree completely with. If Buffalo wants a shot at winning this game, they need to run the ball well, which they they do. Spotty Singletary has been spotty. Yeah. I mean, and then you have the the F late Gore. great Frank Gore, yep. who is late and great sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he has his days. He's 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 getting old to say the least. Um, yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think, I think for Houston to win this game, they absolutely have to keep Deshaun up. But I would like to see them get Hopkins more involved. Yeah. I think if Hop Gotta has a big one. day. It's not even close. If Hop's having a big day, that offense is just clicking. Yeah. And he's running around making plays, and 
You know, Hines come kind of quiet. I would like to see him get going again. Uh, I think and, you know, across the board in this this postseason, actually, I think the run game is going to have a huge impact in in determining yeah, which wins. which actually leads me right into the Patriots Texans. I'm um, Patriots Titans. Yeah, for me, this is actually saying. pretty cut and dry. I think that if the Patriots just slow down Derrick Henry, I think the Patriots win this one pretty handily. I don't think the Patriots need to do anything exquisite offensively No, if they slow down Henry. I don't think that the Titans are going to score many points offensively if they if Henry isn't going, but which this, you saw against the Saints. But this is the third scoring offense. I, I get it, but without Henry, they're a different team, and I think the Patriots and, and Bill Belichick take advantage of that. Yeah, but it's so hard. You're talking about Der- slowing down Derrick Henry, who won the rushing title while missing a game this I year. I know, but... It's pretty cut and dry. You just you just got the better coaching staff. You got the better quarterback. And without that run game, the Titans aren't going to win this game in yeah. Foxborough. No, absolutely, it's not I, happen. The key for I agree. The key to success is really just time management. If we sorry time of possession, if we were able to really like we did to Kansas City last year in the AFC Championship, and you look yeah. at the time of possession numbers, it was. Crazy. It was still a close game, mm-hmm. but it's just the time of possession was astonishing in favor of the Patriots. Keep them off the field. If you keep keep them off the field and you know keep that defense fresh, uh, the Patriots defense fresh. I I do agree they can win this game. I don't think we will. I you can run on this defense, and you know I was watching the uh, Saints Titans game a few weeks ago. What the, the Titans do with these screen passes is pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, they can carve you up in a hurry with them. Um, you know, Tannehill's not going to take too many deep shots down the field. He's going to work the middle of the field, do the screens, and then something's going to open up. He's got some nice receivers. Um, I, the Patriots need to time of possession. That's the key to success for the Patriots. For the Titans, um, Derrick Henry. Yep. Uh, right, you flip a coin. Right? Titan Sibyl. Derrick Henry. If he's going, if he, if, I'll say if Derrick Henry goes over 100, Titans win. Rushing, not 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 overall, but just hundred rushing. Saints mini, pretty much along the same lines for me. If the Saints can get a grasp here on slowing down Dalvin Cook, it really takes away that Thielen and Diggs duo that they want to get to by opening that up. Um, without Eli Apple, I Thielen think actually four hundred yards this year, man. I, I know, but I he's been hurt. him being much of a threat. He's been hurt, sure. Diggs, Thielen. I think Lattimore and Jenkins can match up well there. Absolutely. I. It's just slowing down that run to open it up. So for me, for the Saints, you got to stop that. And then offensively, if Kamara can keep rolling, there's almost no way to stop this offense. I mean, Michael Thomas is going to get his. Jared Cook seemingly seems like he's going to get his right now with the way he's been playing. And then... The X Factor, Taysom Hill. I mean, this guy had more touchdown receptions this year than Odell. Like, That's and a couple real. other guys that you just look at, you're like, how did this third-string quarterback have more than them? Like, I love Taysom, man. He is such a fucking... He's, he's a warrior. He's so fun to watch. He's man. a warrior. Man will line up anywhere and go toe-to-toe with anyone. It's it's He, he drops his shoulder. He wants oh. to put you in the ground. You see him running the ball, and you're like, wow, who is that? You're yeah. like, that's my third-string running quarterback. You're like, right, like, blocking puns. Like, you mean <laughs> that's not your tight end? Yeah. Like he <laughs> he can be a big difference. I think he'll be 
I think he'll be more important later in the postseason. I do too. Um, and, and then Seahawks, Eagles, I mean. Oh, hold on. Let me get my. Oh, yeah, you're right. Come on, come on. Um, for Saints, I there's not just one key to success. I, I just don't even think this game's going to be close, like I said. I think it's going to be an absolute blow. Saints, I guess, I think this is almost more of a, they're going to try some things. I think they they really got to get the running game going forward. Like I said, I really think the running game is just going to be important across NFL, especially if the Saints do go on to play San Fran. They're going to need to match that run game. So I would love to see, just for future success, the Saints get their run game really going this week. And Which, I think that's what they're going to do. You're right. It's a big possibility because, like I told you, Latavius seems like he has a little bit of a grudge this week against Minnesota. Absolutely. Coming from Minnesota, he seemed like he really wanted to kind of put it to him. I think New Orleans gets up 14-zip, and then key to success just run the ball. And run it effectively, which is something they've done. They did pretty well with Latavius. Yeah, they did. In uh, AK's absence there, and then they've gotten away from it. But... Um, and if Minnesota wants a chance at all to to win this, you have to absolutely stop Michael Thomas. Yeah. But, I mean, that showed this year he had 149 catches. He can't be stopped. He can't be stopped, but that's why I don't think this team has a chance at beating the Saints. If Minnesota truly really wants to stay in this game and hang, they need to limit... <laughs> they need to limit Michael Thomas to 50 yards. Yeah. 50 or less. Yeah. I mean... Just happened twice all season. Right. It's very, very hard to do, and that's why the Saints have three losses this year. It's yeah. One without Drew Brees. Right. So... Uh, then yeah, we roll I don't, into, uh, I don't see it happen. Seattle, Philly. Which, I, for me, I, I don't even know what to give you for a, a key to victory for the Eagles here. Uh, I, I think that time of possession will be absolutely critical if the Philly wants to win this game. they got to get their run game going. Uh, Jordan Howard is back. Miles Sanders says he plans to go. So that no more tandem, Boston Scott? Uh, that tandem right there has got to make some plays. I mean, they've been playing well. I mean, they, have. They, can, they can really make some moves on the, on the screen passes there and play actions. But if Zach Ertz doesn't play, that is a huge loss there for Carson Wentz in the middle. Dallas yeah, Goddard. He's, he's playing well. Last year, kidding me? Yes. And Dallas Goddard. He's been a good. good. He's a been good. Really good tight end, but he's not Zach Ertz. No. Um, and with their backup wide receivers, and I, I just don't see it happening. I think that if Seattle can just jump out and get some points, I think that they'll have a pretty smooth road there. And I, I think that that's, that's key to victory. Just scoring points for Seattle, which they've pretty much done most of the year. Yeah. They, they can pretty much win this game pretty handily, even in Philly. Um, I agree. I think I think the game being in Philly, like I said earlier, is, actually does have a toll on the game. Um, will have an impact. For Seattle's key to success, running the football. I know I keep saying it. And, and Seattle lost three of their three running backs um, earlier this year. I mean, I mean, as of like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Carson went down? Carson. And yeah. Procise. Yeah, Procise. He went down earlier, though. Right? Yeah, but he's like done now. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you sign, you sign Feast Mode. Um, they need to get him going. If, Like I said, like Drew said, I think Seattle goes on to win this game. Um, but, you know, if they want a chance at going forward, they're, they're going to need to get their run game going. So I think that's key success. And a focal point... Um, if the Eagles want a chance of winning, I they need someone on the 
a wide receiver, whether it be uh, honestly, I don't even know who they have anymore. Aguilar is Aguilar playing? <laughs> no, no, he's been hurt with a knee injury. Yeah, no, they need someone to catch the ball. Greg Ward, Greg Ward's played well. Yes, they need they they need a hundred yard receiver. They do, and yeah. I I don't foresee them getting it. And I mean Carson Wentz has literally dragged this team to a playoffs. He has. One um, thing I want to throw in there about the Saints in, in Minnesota as well. The Saints players have not taken kindly to the fact that this Minnesota miracle has come up time and time again. So that they they do seem to have a little bit of a grudge there, a little bit of a chick on their shoulder. When you're talking about such a, so, I mean, dare I say, historic play, such a big big play in such a big game, the, the media is going to be all about it. They're not going to let it go. I mean, no. it's part of being a player for that team in the NFL. It's just you know. I'm, <coughs> Every time the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, you see David Tyree catch. You see, but they won the Super Bowl. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Minnesota didn't see, make it. Another, you see the one against game. You see the Seahawks when the guy caught it on uh, what is that? Jermaine Curse. Yeah, caught it on the sideline there with on his back. You just see it time and time again. They'll never go away. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll see it this weekend playoff time. You'll see them talking about the the Nola no call. It will happen. It's just it's yep. part of the game. Loved seeing that. Yeah. You so our, our, uh, our last thing on the agenda here, we have some head coaching vacancies. Obviously, uh, Black Monday for some coaches getting fired. Uh, we have who fits where in what system. Obviously, Ron Rivera has all already been moved into Washington on a five-year deal. Which is a pretty, um, pretty good fit, I think. Yeah. You know, coming from, from Carolina, and I think Haskins... Still young, has a lot of the similarities with Cam. Yes. Ron Rivera took Cam to a Super Bowl. He I mean. did. He did. So I think that's a good fit. I do too. Um, they picked up. Uh, they picked up Jack Del Rio. Yep. Uh, and there's a couple coaching vacancies where I think that Mike McCarthy would be a great fit. I think Mike McCarthy is the best option, coaching option on the market right now. I do too, and I think honestly, with Jason Garrett gone, I think he would be a fan. The best fit for Dallas. Just offensively, like, for Dak and Zeke and Amari, like, Mike McCarthy has a coaching mind. I know that they said that Aaron Rodgers was changing plays that McCarthy would call, but how do we know how good of the play calls were right, if Rodgers is changing that with the line? Exactly, and how's Rodgers been? Past, right. When was well, his last well, Super Bowl, 2011? Their, right, but they, they're 13-3 now, but... I think that McCarthy and Dallas would be a great fit. I also think that him and Cleveland would be a great fit. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Freddie that. Kitchens really laid an egg here with this talent on this team. No, it's terrible. I mean, did you see the video that came out today of Baker calling Freddie Kitchens an idiot on the sideline? No, but yeah, Jesus. I mean, the guy was an absolute idiot. There's a video of Freddie Kitchens coming up to Baker Mayfield and grabbing his beard, walks away, and you know Baker's like, "That guy's such an idiot." Like, <laughs> Yeah, Yikes. No respect for the guy. No. <laughs> so Kitchens is done. He's, he's, I don't think he's in the uh, NFL. Yeah. He'll be I, on a roster somewhere. About, so I think McCarthy, for either one of those teams, Jay Gruden is out there. I don't think Gruden gets signed. Yeah, I mean, probably not to a head coach again. He'll probably be on a coaching staff. But right. I, I mean, there's. what about what about your uh, offensive coordinator, Justin, Justin Daniels? Justin Daniels, I think... He's New York's interested in him. Cleveland's interested in him. 
I think he'd be a really good fit in Cleveland as well. Yeah, he has a good uh, offensive mind. I don't think he'll go to a team like New York. New York. Nope, no way. He's already obviously left the Patriots to go coach. Uh, yeah, in he wanted to go to, and he wanted to go to what? The, was it the Colts this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that he agreed to it and then you know, backed yeah. out. But I mean, he did go head coach in Denver. And I know it was not good. I mean, he took on a team that just didn't have that much talent. I think for him, Cleveland's to go out, loaded with it. That's what I'm saying. For, for him to go back out and coach again, I think he needs. He wants to take a team that's not going to just be a non-contender, right. where he could almost immediately make them a contender with his offensive mind. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I, not that I think Baker is anywhere comparable to Tom Brady. No. Like, I mean, we're not going to entertain it, but I think that. You know, having coached Tom Brady for so long, Josh McDaniels would be has able to carry over. have some carryover with, you know, what it takes to be a good quarterback. And yeah. I mean, Baker's shown flashes of it. He has. He, put he a, just has he a, played great last year. He just, I don't know what he was doing this year. He's a one read, he was a one read. He's one, I year. don't think he has a very good football IQ. He's had a weird year. So, I mean, there's a couple teams. Carolina needs a coach. Um, yeah, who's going to take that job? The Jags. They kept Doug Marone after originally trying to let go of him, which I said that it was probably a p- to the players, and it didn't <laughs> come, come out, out that, that it was to the, to the players. Um, other than that, I mean, there's not too many spots left open. No. Um, but there are coaches on everyone's staff that's going to get looked at. Who's having a good year? There's guys in the Saints that'll get looked at here. Dan Campbell, he was a coach of Miami for a while. He's on our staff. Like, there's some guys that are gonna get looked at. Um, oh, and then we do have this year. We do have biggest surprise and biggest letdown for the year. Um, okay. For me, I put the biggest surprise was actually the Niners. Uh, what were they? Four and twelve last year. Yeah. They, they I, I mean, I know they had like C.J. Beathard, and then quarterback. Yeah. I mean. Jimmy G came late. But I mean, no, Jimmy too, not all year. He had the twenty CL. I know, but he got hurt late, didn't he? No, no or, or was it the beginning of the year? Okay. Beginning of the year. So I mean, for me, for them to go from what they were to the number one seed in the NFC, I, I don't. I'm not sure who saw them going from no, that's the absolute. lowest in the league to the top. Shock, shock, and and then my biggest letdown, clearly Cleveland. <sighs> Uh, beginning of the year, they had Odell, Landry, Chubb, Kareem yeah. Hunt. People are talking Super Bowl Sheldon hopeless. Richardson. I thought they were going to make a deep run. Miles Garrett. Miles like, Garrett. I thought they were going to make a deep run in the AFC. They had Ward. They have everybody. Yeah, and I really thought that they so were going to take it. Coached. And they were horribly coached. They lost games just bad. Bad. Like they're, It's not like they had late games that they were in. No, they, they, they just lost. Was close this year. They just lost. They just lost. They so beat for, Baltimore early season somehow. Yeah, one of their two one losses. Of their, yeah. So I don't know that that for me, that was my biggest surprise and biggest letdown. Uh, my biggest surprise. I want to I want to say San Fran, but I mean before Jimmy G went down, San Fran was supposed to be a really good team. Yeah. Um. So he goes down. It's not a surprise when your your whole offense built around a certain guy. Crumbles and you're just not good. I mean, they spent the whole off season and preseason developing a plan for this guy, and he goes down early yeah, in the season. Sure. It's, it's uh, not surprising they weren't that good. So I expected them to be decent this year. I didn't expect them to be the number one seed in the NFC. I really think my surprise team this year is is Tennessee. Yeah. And, 
if you told me in the beginning of the year that this Tennessee team is going to be a leader in <laughs> have a quote from Tannehill, I mean, even if you told me Tannehill is going to start this year, I would have called you crazy. But if you're going to say that Tannehill is going to lead this team to one of the top scoring offenses, and he leads what he's second in the league in uh, QBR pass percentage, and yeah, he's, he's just playing well. So, and I think Vrabel's been pretty good since he got there. So that's my biggest surprise. Um, my biggest letdown. Cleveland's a big letdown, but I think Dallas, man. Like, yeah. I think Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than uh, Baker. Yes. And yes. I, Dallas is better. Yes. Than, than the Browns. They are. And neither of them made the playoffs. So, no. and, and Dallas let it slip away. They could have beat that. They controlled the squad Eagles. Yeah. I mean, terrible coaching. Dak was hurt at the end of the year. I think that. Had to fake. If you watch that Eagles Dallas game, Dak missed a lot of bad throws. He did, um, but they, that's just shocking, man. Like Ezekiel Elliott, you come in this offseason, he holds out. You pay him all this money. I know. Zeke was not good this year. You could have arguably, you could have said that Ty Pollard was as good as Zeke this year. Yeah, he when he filled in, he played great. He, <laughs> he ran did. The ball I mean, hard. there was there was two games quick. this year where that it's both of them over hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then, I mean, Garrett should have been fired last year, but uh, I mean, he obviously wasn't. Going into this year, it was a Super Bowl or bust for them. Yeah, they didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> I, I would argue that if if you put Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, or any of these great coaches in Dallas this year with that roster, that team's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly think that that is. They One are. of the most talented rosters in football. Both sides of the ball. And Special teams. Yeah, but they... they except their kicking. Their, their kicking was bad this year. Yeah, Maher played horribly. But they, and they also have like a 13-year-old Kellen Moore calling plays for them. Absolutely. Which didn't seem like that paid dividends at all. No, I mean, they couldn't get Zeke going hardly at all. I mean, but they're wide receivers. You got... Um, you got Cobb. You got Gallup. You got, you got Cobb. Had a great you got Witten. Yeah. I, I mean, they got some guys. They had some guys, and they, their offensive line always good. Yeah, all pros. Like, yeah. yeah, that that team was just absolutely shocking to me. Yeah. So, well, that's gonna do it. Do it for us for uh, our first week here. Uh, like Richard said in the beginning of the podcast, is is gonna be a weekly thing. Uh, Carlos will be with us next week. Um, we didn't really get into much of the drinking or the the beers. Yeah, we I mean, live in New Hampshire. If we didn't mention that, that's going to be our kind of local uh, craft breweries and things like that. And we're um, big. We're big Fortnite players, so we'll uh, yes, we do we do dabble with the Fortnite. <laughs> uh, so that'll be big in our podcast as well. Uh, but just right now with uh, Wild Card Weekends here, uh, that that's our main topic yeah, for us to discuss this week. Yeah, it's not going to be just football-based all the time. It'll be just general professional sports, um, whatever's hot at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, wild card weekend, football's obviously the best. So Clearly. <laughs> uh, uh, so for me, give a shout-out to my boys. A quick who dat. Whack. Nah. Uh, I look forward to these games this weekend. It's going to be nail-biting. Um, we'll uh, tune back in next week with uh, probably uh, some tears from me when the Patriots lose. But... Uh, We'll see. Thank you guys for tuning in to uh, Drink Play Score.